Hello, and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here spreading the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has not only in building a better relationship with yourself, but also with your community and with our beautiful planet. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other, the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can not only empower your relationship with yourself, but also empower your relationship with your community and with our beautiful planet. So if you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at the lyfoundation.org. And we have a very special new addition to what we're doing. We now have a membership program called the Lifeline Membership Program, which offers support calls, group support calls, free admission to our events, workshops, specialized merch. So we also have special discounts going for students, teachers, frontline workers. So if you want to hear more about this, please go to our website at the LY Foundation slash membership for more info. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the LYF podcast. Monica here. And today we are introducing the new theme of the month, which is all about growth. So new month, new theme, super excited. And I'm also excited because I'm not alone today. Today I have Ms. Des DaCosta. She is a board member of the Live Yourself Foundation. She is our graphic designer. She's our podcast producer lead. She's a jack of all trades. And I'm so happy and uh, yeah, just so grateful that she's here with us. So hi, Des. What's up, Monica? What's up, everybody? I'm so happy to be back on here. Honestly, it's been a little while since I've recorded anything, so it's refreshing. And it's always nice to be on the other side of the hosting, um, the one being interviewed. So I'm excited for this. Thank you so much. It's really always an honor to be on the podcast and to be just chopping it up with you. So I'm excited to be here. Of course. No, I love I love getting to hear you and your inspiring story always and always just so grateful that, you know, honestly, thanks to Ms. Des, we have a podcast and it's crazy. I think this we really, we really started to build a lot of momentum with the podcast this time last year. So it's been a whole year. So I think it makes so much sense to have you on here today. Thank you so much. And thank you for always giving me a platform to express myself in, in fun ways to podcasting being one of them, graphic design being another. Every time you know you hit me up with a project, It's really something that I'm able to channel my creativity and and artistry. And so I appreciate that. That's one thing that I always am so grateful to OIF for is that, you you know, we have really become that epicenter where people can come and, and, and share their love through their passions. So thank you for that. Of course. And yeah, for those that may not know, Des is our, like I mentioned, she's our main graphic designer and she's created all of our event flyers and other graphics too. So, so, so grateful for her artistry. And because really, you know, when we produce the event, that's the first thing people see, right? When we start advertising it. So you always do such an incredible job to get people's attention to want to come to the event. (laughs) 
Thank you, man. Well, OIF changed my life and I, anything that I can do to help folks and draw people to what it is that we do into our energy and into the same, you know, sphere of what we are and who we are as people. I think everybody involved in what we do is just the most amazing, kind-hearted folks you could ever meet. So yeah. And it's also really cool to see, you know, like how we've grown in the past few years. We've just made three years last yes. month, mm-hmm. which is such a huge milestone. I remember when I went to my first event, I remember it was at Ferguson's. Actually, that was not the official first event. That was that was an event that I, I accidentally rolled up on at Ferguson's um, where you guys were at the time kind of just a piece of the event. It was Sonia's launch party yeah of, of one of her music videos but my first official event was actually at bunkhouse mm. and i remember walking into bunkhouse and thinking what did i just get myself into this is something <laughs> that i've never experienced in my life it was the energy it was the people it was something that you don't find that often in vegas that genuine love and affection coming from strangers that truly just want the best for you. And it's like the most rare thing ever. And I I felt a lot of love and I continue to feel that love growing. Yeah. My first event was filled with everything that we do, including massage, got the best massage from our boy, Phil. Mm. Thank you, Phil, for your massages (laughs) always. And of course, all of our artistic, talented friends with music and art. And that's everything that fills my cup. So I remember leaving that event. I I remember coming to that event actually in quite a dark place Mm. and then leaving with such a new light in my spirit. Mm. But yeah, three, that was three years ago, about maybe two and a half years ago. And here we are today. Yeah. I oh, think so much does for, for sharing and for going down memory lane. It's, it's always such a joy to, to hear, you know, how, how the impact that we have and we don't always get to hear it, but it's stories like yours that really fill me up and it, it always helps me to see like, we're, we're really doing a good thing. And I love that through the event, we got connected to you and, and now you've you've become such an integral part of the organization. So I, I love how full circle all of it is, and what a wonderful time to celebrate that and celebrate our growth and talk about that today. Absolutely, yeah. I don't think the timing could be <laughs> any better. That's normally how it works out, and. And, you know, actually, in all transparency, we had to reschedule this recording quite a few times. But again, like life happens and we go with the flow. And I think it's the most perfect timing is right now because we have a lot to talk about, you know, both you and I in in both of our growth journeys. Mm -hmm. And I will say that after learning more about why it is that you even started the Love Yourself Foundation, that inspired me at the most perfect time too when I was going through you know my stuff my set of of troubles and we had a lot of intersections as far as what you were telling me you were going through which allowed me to open up more about my journey to you and I feel like expedite my healing Mm -hmm. 
mm. and expedite going through the tunnel of pain and come out the other side yeah. because you know you know a little bit about what I went through relationships the people closest to us who we let into our hearts that's one of the main ways that we can we can grow and we can hurt and you know we've all gone through it and that's something that you know I think we can both relate to recently mm-hmm. I'd say a year ago I would not have ever thought I would be in the position where I am today in both you know where I'm in life and but my mind space my head space and that has a lot to do with how you've supported me and how the love yourself foundation has t- taught me the tools to love myself through those hard times and to train my brain honestly into rethinking how we handle these situations so you know I I say all that just to say the love yourself foundation has done a lot for me and I really hope that you know those involved also feel the same way and the thing Mm -hmm. is if you're going through it just keep going Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I was there too and and we all you know not to minimize any what anybody's struggle is, but, you know, I'm sure we can all relate on some way, shape or form. And reaching out was probably the hardest thing, but the best thing that I could have done. I remember when I reached out to you and I was just like, yeah, do you remember that at all? That was kind of like almost a year ago. I do remember. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot, a lot of growth from then until now, but a lot of a lot of pain too. Yeah, and I think it's good good to talk about the pain. Mm-hmm. Something that's not always openly talked about so easily, but I feel like it's conversation to be had today because mm-hmm. I don't think we can talk about the growth without talking about the other side of the coin. Absolutely, and I'm so glad you brought that up because I think a lot of times in some spiritual communities and other types of communities too, it gets overlooked. That, that darkness that you inevitably do have to go through in order to reach the other side. And it's right. And like you said, it's when we, when we have the proper tools, it's, it gets, it's, it's a little, it's easier. It of course still hurts, but having those tools is what helps you to understand that, you know what, this pain is here it's temporary and in order to get through it you gotta look at it confront it and keep moving on and learn from it but it's so important not to bypass that pain or to even or to bypass those dark moments because it only prolongs growth i look to nature a lot and and i'm sure i've shared this on here before but i mean if you think about even a little a seed as it's coming out of that of its shell that it, it it is a painful process to to break free and and break through and and what everything the plant goes through to even being able to adapt to whatever environment it's growing in and even also just thinking about I always think to the metaphor of a caterpillar when it goes into the chrysalis and then after the chrysalis it becomes this incredible butterfly but while it's in the chrysalis it's literally getting destroyed like everything that the caterpillar is 
is completely just getting destroyed. And of course, as the observer, when the caterpillar is going through that process, we know that, oh, how beautiful, you know, it's going to become this amazing butterfly. But when the when the caterpillar is going through that, it's a very strenuous and difficult process, but it, it knows to keep going. And then eventually because it becomes this epic butterfly that we all get to admire. That is such the perfect analogy and story for this. And yeah, something something that I learned from you as well in order to document my growth. And like you said, to look back and remember and keep going every single day is keeping a journal. Journaling helped me tremendously. I'm actually holding my journal in front of me right now. And it's I'm looking back and I reread a lot of my entries almost every day, if not every day, then every other day, because it does allow me to look back and reflect on where I was, appreciate where I am now, and feel the journey, you know, and just appreciate everything in between. And, and I'd love to read an excerpt of kind of where I felt a turning point on my, my journey, if you don't mind. Absolutely. Yeah, anything you'd like to share? So, This I wrote this year on the 1st of June because June basically was about a year from when I reached out to you and when I told you like, hey, I need to make some some changes and everything started going from there. And so here I go. This month is a landmark. Last year, a year ago, I didn't think I'd be okay. I wasn't sure how it would rebuild my life and my situation. I had already invested and sacrificed so much that I didn't want to let it go. I didn't want to be wrong. Although deep within my soul, I knew I needed change. I knew I needed to break this curse. Day by day, I took small steps. I would not have believed you at the time if you had told me that in a year, my life would change and I would feel genuinely happy being. There was a time that I was not so loving. I hurt. Pain body, my pain body was so fragile, suffocating with depression and anxiety, enough to have me spend days on end in my room, wallowing in shame. I was in so much pain, I I I wanted to die. I tried, but my soul and God said it was not my time. Frustrated that suicide was harder than I thought it'd be. I am here today breathing, living abundantly in gratitude and humble to partake in this life. And there are no mistakes. The pain, everything, the abuse, although undeserved, was a catalyst for my bloom. And now all I've ever dreamt of and more, I am all I ever dreamt of and more. I'm so happy and proud to be here. <laughs> and then and then it just goes on, man. But Aww. look, I can I can read that and and almost come to tears because that is so real and raw. And yeah. man, I'm so happy to be having this conversation with you and to feel the growth. Mm. Even looking back at some of the sadder entries, I can appreciate it, you know? Yeah. Oh, it does. Thank you for for sharing. I felt it. And I, I feel I feel like I got a, maybe a little glimpse of the pain at the time that, that you've gone through. And but look at look how resilient you are and to be where you are now. I see you as this 
beautiful orchid like that's emerged from <laughs> such uh, difficult moments. And I always saw that, you know, I remember when you first reached out and you were going through what you were going through, but just knowing that I just knew you were going to get through it. And I'm so happy that you believed in yourself and have given yourself this opportunity to realize that you are so deserving to be alive and you are so deserving to be here. And the world is truly a beautiful and a more bright place because you're here. I thank you so much, Monica. And I hope everybody out there listening feels the same way. You know, I truly know that you are meant to be here, that you are loved, that you are loved more than you could ever know within this moment. You are loved beyond a thousand lifetimes. And you have to believe that it's that radical self-love that's gotten me through and through and and just an unwavering belief, unwavering belief, radical self-love. That's my mantra. And I hope you believe it too. If you don't, affirm it, let it seep into your soul. And I hope that over time, it becomes your mantra too. That's really helped me through some of my darkest times. Yeah, and I love that you said radical self-love because I think that is the true rebellion <laughs> and these times that we're in is to truly love yourself because that helps you set a new, a new standard for yourself. It allows you to think, you know what, what is it that I really do deserve? And one thing that has helped me, which I've definitely shared on here prior, is just looking back at my younger self and knowing and really analyzing what I actually deserved versus what maybe I would I did receive in that moment and that whole process of reparenting in a lot of ways but also just showing yourself compassion for all those moments that you didn't receive it maybe from yourself maybe from others compassion is a big one compassion toward yourself it's so easy or I should say it's much easier to be compassionate towards someone else but when we come when it comes to ourselves we're so hard on ourselves and it's like you said, reparenting, rethinking, re restructuring your thoughts so that you are your greatest cheerleader. You're on your own side. And the thing is, those negative thoughts will come up. They're always going to be there. That's just a part of mm -hmm. our blessings as being humans that can think. We can think. Mm -hmm. And that is the biggest that's the power that we're granted on this earth. We can think and we can control our thoughts. That's the biggest thing is, yes, we can think these thoughts will be there. They will come good, bad, ugly, but it's our magic to shape those thoughts into something fruitful and yes. constructive. And, you know, it wasn't always like that for me. I was battling, as you know so well, Monica, mm -hmm. anxiety, depression, I'd say for almost a straight two years. It was very hard. I was not good to myself. I harmed myself, you know, and it was that love. And I needed to, I needed to be so at a certain point, I will say it, I needed to be so disgusted of that side of myself yeah. that I just needed to relinquish that. Mm -hmm. And radically love myself that's all it was mm -hmm. you know and it wasn't like a light switch it wasn't overnight 
But every time I had a harmful thought come through, every time I felt like harming myself, every time that came up, I journaled or I had to counteract that thought. So for every action or thought, I had an equal and opposite reaction. Mm -hmm. And it's just doing that over time that really works. And, you know, at first you kind of have to fake it. If you don't truly believe it, everything in your soul might say, oh, what are you doing? What, what, what are you doing? Come on. That's silly. you like, you know, just get down on yourself. But you really have to just trust the process to believe in yourself. Time, time really does heal if you put in the work. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I only know all of this because, because you, Monica, Oh, so, yeah, Aww. and that's what you told me. And, and I, I'm a testament to, mm. to all of that. But I know that you had to go through some pain, too. It's, you know, so yeah. I'm just listening and it does it does really work. Oh, I'm so happy that, you know, that we met and that we're here now, you know, doing this work alongside one another. And I'm so grateful that, again, that you believed in yourself to to feel better it really comes down to our like you said our belief system and reworking our mind and but it is such a humbling thing to have been in that darkest of places because i find that either folks are teeter-tottering into their darkness or they're running away from it because it's scary and <laughs> it's fucking scary honestly like it is scary. And if you don't know what to do, it can be so, there's just no words. Like I see it sometimes in moments that I've gone through, like it almost felt like I was in a dark room all by myself and, and maybe there was some light coming through the window, but it was so hard to really go into it and to understand that, you know what, even if it seems really dark right now, there's still light. light can't exist without darkness and darkness can't exist without light. And that's what gave me so much hope when I was going through all that too. And, and even now, like I find that as we grow, it's not like you still don't expect you, you're still, you're definitely going to still experience shades and like Phil likes to call it like shades or maybe not full on extreme darkness, but with these tools, right. That we build every day, it builds new habits. So when those difficult moments come, you have, do you have the tools to get through it? And to, again, always remind yourself that this too shall pass. And again, not to bypass it, but just to understand this is a season and this season will change. I wholeheartedly agree with you on that. And and to, to spin off of your analogy of light and darkness, I, I also love to look at the journey sometimes as a tunnel mm-hmm. and you're going to go through, you know, some, some easier times, but some harder times. You're going to feel like you're working through it and you're going to wait until one day you feel like that weight has been lifted off your chest. Let me tell you something, though. You don't have to wait until you're at the end of the pain tunnel to mm-hmm. start reaching out. That was my that was one of my biggest problems is I felt like I needed to be at a certain point or I didn't want to be ashamed. I wanted to work through some things on my own 
which again, actually prolong the growth too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so you don't need to wait until you push past the pain, although you may be inclined to do so. There are people out there that want to support you. And I'm sure all that comes from is the strive for perfection. But perfection is already a flawed concept. My growth was, was expedited also when I realized, you know what, I'm just gonna say fuck it. I don't need to be perfect. As much as I try to be perfect, I that's selfish on me. Why am I doing this to myself? Mm-hmm. And I don't need all the answers. I don't need to have the answers right now. I have to just let it go, let it flow. I'm not perfect. I, I'm acting like I'm the only person in the world that has gone through that when I can be reaching out and use my support system to to spread the burden unapologetically, especially, you know, it needs to be people that you love and trust. But those people I've found for me was the Love Yourself Foundation. So wow. yeah, man. It's <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's just and I'm so happy that we can be at this point where we can help other folks too mm-hmm. to on their journey of self-love, you know. Yeah. I really feel honored to be sharing my story here. First of all, I hope that it does touch and impact someone, but, but also that it makes a real difference, especially if you're going through something difficult. Yeah. No, and I, I'm a community, right. That has to be one of the most important things with healing and, And also the times that we're in, of course, sometimes it can feel a little bit difficult to find your people. However, I have seen such a positive impact that through social media that we've been able to use social media to find our community. You know, the Love Yourself Foundation couldn't be where it is now without without Instagram. (laughs) And it's just so cool just to see, again, the positive when we use these mediums for pot for for positive change how powerful that is and to build community because right now really if we want to build community we have to have a a relationship with social media and i know that there's a lot of dark sides to social media and all that but you know it can be used for good and in, it's proven itself as we've been growing the love yourself foundation and building our community and so it's I, i'm very grateful that even in a time where it can feel sometimes a little bit robotic, especially as technology keeps increasing, that we still somehow are able to keep that human connection alive. And I find that it even makes it that much more, it almost brings more of a craving for people to find authenticity when, when, when connecting with folks. I was born in 1995, so I think that makes me a millennial. I want to say, mm-hmm. and social media is something that, you know, we've grown up in. We can see right through the facade. We can see through, we can read between the lines and authenticity is really hard to come by on, on social media. But I think, you know, knowing what we know and operating in the world of social media and online for so long, we can differentiate who's being true. And who is not, you know, it's really easy to see that. And again, as, as I am in the generation that I am, it's really important for me to surround myself with, 
with people and my community that feel the same way, that have the same ethics of that. That's just、mm-hmm. how we build each other up and how we can all grow together. And you know, aside from that, it's also important for me to support products and companies that have my back、mm-hmm. and support me in my journey of loving myself too. This real, true, authentic, and genuine bloodline that just I I get so hyped up on. I've actually found a company that does that just for me.、Mm-hmm. They're called Naughty Knickers, and for me, going back to everything that we were just talking about, talking about perfection being a flawed concept,、mm-hmm. talking about us not needing to know all the answers, loving ourselves truly and authentically, just as we are, embracing all of our body types, and when we talk about our bodies and health. That also relates back to the mind. We talk about mental health too. So everything we just talked about, loving and listening to your body, as far as mental health and supporting and loving yourself through these journeys and peaks and valleys of life,、mm-hmm. I will say Naughty Knickers is one of the companies that I do support because they support me. You know, if you feel the same way, go ahead and check them out. But It's something. It's it's something really near and dear to me, because especially as a woman, we love to feel beautiful and loved in different ways. But that doesn't have to be fake, and that doesn't have to be what the media tells us what it is. That's what we think what it is, and we can define what that self love means to us. Your idea of love and beauty is going to be different than my idea of love and beauty, and that's. That's life. That's what it is. You know,、yes. we don't need to have anybody else telling us what is right and wrong. It's that acceptance. You know, it's that all-around acceptance that that really is the definition of love. Absolutely,、mm. absolutely, and just it's it's amazing to see that as you grow that inner confidence within yourself, how it starts to be reflected in your outer image and to own yourself and to be proud of how how you look and it really is all connected. All the inner and outer, it it is all connected. And the more that we take care of the inner, it helps us to take. Care of the our outer image, and because that's、Absolutely. you know at the end of the day that that's how we sh- we're in these physical bodies, and it's so important to take care of all facets of who we of of what we are the mind, body, and spirit. Yes, yes, and and with that being said, too, like you were saying before, our our inner world represents our outer world. I'm the type of person that wants to hold. You know, larger corporations and and companies accountable to.、Mm-hmm. We talk about loving ourselves, loving others, and loving the earth at the LYF at the Love Yourself Foundation. So, especially when it comes to finding good companies,、yes. I want to make sure that they do get a shout out and they are able to impact more people, the LBGTQ community,、mm-hmm. and and that's. Just for me, that touches my soul in such a deep way. I don't think I've seen any other company doing this、mm-hmm. as successfully as they are, and as genuinely as they are too. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I love it. 
And, you know, there, my sociology professor that I hold near and dear to my heart at UNLV, he was the person that inspired me to also study sociology while I was there and declare it as my second major. <laughs> and I just, I loved him because he, his name is Dr. Fatral and he's the sociology chair over there. And he's an environmental sociologist who also specializes in social movements. And I learned a term in one of his classes that has stayed with me and it's consumer activism. And it's all in line with what you're saying does, how our consumer choices really do make an impact because if we are putting our dollars, our money toward companies that are sustainable in all sides of that, of what that word means from people to, to the earth, to health, to the economy. It is important. Like, let's face it, we are in a consumer society. And that is such a great way to vote with our dollars and to give more energy to companies that deserve it. I love the way that you said that. Yes. I mean, money isn't everything, but it does make the world go round. Mm -hmm. It is a necessary uh, part of life. And yes, we can vote with our dollar. I just love supporting companies that, you know, will do the same for me and have my back one like Naughty Knickers. So if you feel the same way, or if you've ever felt because I, I know I've looked at magazines, I've seen these ads, I've felt a certain type of way that I feel like I was not being represented correctly, or I was just being fed a certain type of photoshopped lie that again, we're millennials, we've grown up in this kind of society, we know what is what is fabricated and what is not some of us choose to, you know, consume certain things. But personally, personally, I don't want any Photoshop. I don't want any of that. Show me your darkness. Show me your stretch marks. I love it. I welcome it. Give me the realness and the rawness. And from that, you know, we can we can also appreciate our growth too as as people, real people. Mm. Absolutely. And then that I think celebrating is a big thing that I learned. Just celebrating your growth along the way was a big game changer for me. And I learned that from Miss Kelly Bennett. Shout out to her. If you don't follow I know. <laughs> love Miss Love Kelly. If you don't follow her, please do. <laughs> her handle is with Kelly Bennett. And she's just such an inspiring human who is using what we're talking about too, like the online scape for positive change in society and I, she's such a role model and dear friend and she was the one that taught me that the importance of celebrating your growth and maybe you can write like des was talking about journaling perhaps journaling every day just celebrating some wins or you can celebrate your wins at the end of the week whatever resonates for you but it's important to just take a moment and to reflect and be like wow like i, I accomplished all of this and I'm here. <laughs> I love that so much. And I learned that as well, that celebrate as much as you can. You don't mm -hmm. even need a reason. You don't need a reason to celebrate. Celebrate for the fact that you are here and you're living and you're breathing. Wake up and celebrate that you woke up. Mm -hmm. Honestly, every, every opportunity I get, sometimes I'm currently, I'm especially grateful because I'm here in Hawaii recording this with you, Monica. <laughs> and this is where I'm from, born and raised. 
but I can look out to the ocean. I can see the end of the island and I can be so grateful that I can just immerse myself in this masterpiece of an island. And that I'm just, I'm celebrating right now. I'm just celebrating life right Heck now. Yes. Heck oh yes. my God. <laughs> Absolutely. I get up in my feels sometimes, but that's how I really feel. <laughs> no, I love that. And I live by that motto too, because really every day is a true gift. And just the fact that we're breathing right now. I mean, especially right during the times that we're in with the pandemic and everything, just really being grateful to be alive is a big, uh, big one for me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's every second of life is to be cherished and that's so the truth man Mm -hmm. that's why little things like journaling is really helpful meditating focusing on your breath your breath is something to be grateful for we take Mm -hmm. that for granted Mm -hmm. and just the little things i appreciate all the details and it's like in those details of life whether it's the little bird on (laughs) on the porch over here that's singing or the, the crashes of the waves that I see, all these small, subtle things that I look at that is truly beautiful and make life worthwhile. Yes. Yes. Yeah, man. There's this singer that I learned of. She went through the America's Got Talent competition this year. She goes by Nightbird on social media, but she is a person right now going through breast cancer and she auditioned even though she is deep in her uh, cancer journey and she had and she's revolutionized with her message because she says why wait until life is not hard anymore to be happy reality is life is hard (laughs) and but that's part of like you said earlier does when it comes to negative thoughts they're gonna be there so their life is gonna be challenging but why wait until it's it's just never gonna not be right and it's just learning to go through it and celebrate along the way and to be happy and to just find that joy and also knowing that you can't have you won't feel joy all the time but that's part of the human experience is to feel everything. So she's been a person that's helped me a lot these past couple months, especially since my, and I've mentioned it on here, my sister recently got diagnosed with breast cancer and she's going through her treatment. So it was just so inspiring to see the singer who's going through something similar as my sister and still having so much hope, you know, and really making you feel like, wow, like be grateful right now for everything that you have yeah man you are truly a pillar of strength for for all of us and and for me and you know i I pray for your family and your sister yeah i'm happy that she's getting the treatment that she needs and you know just just grateful that you know we can reflect on this story as well yeah no Mm -hmm. I, i appreciate that does and And I also, I've mentioned it on here recently, and I've had a couple moments, yeah, these past couple months where I've really allowed myself to be held in community and that like physically held. And, you know, right now I don't have a significant other, but, and just learning to take that love from my friends and 
feeling that support has been, it's just been really beautiful for me. And one of those nights where I was just held was downtown and, you know, found out some difficult news and I was held by Des and JR and our other friend Meg. And that's a memory that I'm always going to hold near and dear to my heart. And it's like, so what if you don't have a boyfriend or girlfriend? Who cares? You lean on your friends and your friends honestly have shown me that they're really always there. Community, authentic community shows up for you and it helps you see that you're never alone. I'm so happy we could be there for you in that moment, girl. You know I love you. And that's something that I try to tell you as one of my closest friends, as well as, you know, my my handful of closest friends is I, I never hold back saying love and I try to always show that love as well. Because yeah, you're right. We don't need to have that fabricated Disneyland version of love for Mm -hmm. it to be love. Exactly. We can love our friends. We can love each other. We can love a stranger just as much as maybe even more sometimes than we love a significant other. Mm -hmm. But that's just, again, reparenting, reframing how we've been conditioned to think and give and receive love from others. 100%. So, well, this has been super lovely, Des. I'm so grateful that we could deep dive into struggles and also make note of all the beautiful things that have emerged from those difficult moments and celebrate the growth along the way. Monica, thank you always. Thank you for all of your knowledge, everything, all that you do for our community in Las Vegas and worldwide and beyond. Thank you for the time and opening the space for me to share my story here today. I cannot say thank you enough. And I love you so much. (laughs) Thank you for your beautiful words. And I'm so grateful of you and everything you're doing. I'm so excited to see your businesses just flourishing and it's all a reflection of your personal growth. So I'm just, I'm so grateful to be able to call you one of my best friends and to get to do all this fun stuff that's helping the community along the way. That's a wrap. (laughs) Until next time, everyone. Thanks for tuning in and thank you again, Des. I appreciate you. Thanks everybody for listening. (laughs) Thank you. See ya.